1: Co-worker of yours.
3: good morning and welcome to exceptional women on magic 106.7 i'm kendra petroni and along with my colleague sue tab we are thrilled to talk with Katie Egan. She's the president and executive director of the Coach Ken Foundation. The Coach Ken Foundation was named to honor her late father, Ken Legrice, a 38-year police veteran and beloved softball coach at Stonehill College who passed away from cancer in 2021. One of the mottos for the Coach Ken Foundation
4: is a good coach can change a game, a great coach can change a life. Coach Ken loved softball and community, and so to carry on his legacy, this foundation strives to give all girls the same advantages to attend camps and clinics. The foundation offsets some of the costs associated with the game in order to give girls the same opportunities who otherwise may not have had the chance to participate. Good morning, Katie, and welcome to our Exceptional Women podcast. Good morning morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're very excited to get to know you and your organization. But let's start with you before we get to your dad. Tell us about yourself, where you grew up, your love for softball, a little bit about your family and your background.
1: So I grew up in Brockton, and I'm still here in Brockton. I didn't stray too far from home. (laughs) I started playing softball when I was about eight years old, and I um, don't know... What made me fall in love with it, but I fell in love with it pretty quick. Um, I played till I was about 20 years old, and I coached as well when I was in high school alongside my father for a little bit for the um, local little league. Do you have siblings, Katie? Did they also play? I do. So I have um, a sister and I have three brothers, and my sister and I both played softball. And um, so he coached both of us, and my brothers played um, baseball. But he's stuck to the softball
3: side. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about your dad, Coach Ken. He was a police officer for 38 years. And first of all, thank you for his service. We thank him for that. When did he first become a coach? And do you think that he was always destined to be a coach? Because I know a lot of parents think they can do it. They say, oh, I can coach my kid in soccer. I can coach him in this sport. And they think it's easy, but it definitely takes a balance of patience and push. So do you think he was always destined to be a coach?
1: Um, Looking back, I I could say yes. Um, When he started on that journey, it was the early 90s. And um, when he started out, I don't think that that was ever his intention or that he ever thought it would take him on the path that it ended up taking him on.
3: I was going to ask also, because he was a police officer and then a coach, I mean, coaching even today is a lot different than probably coaching in the 90s. How did he handle maybe parents in the stands and, and other players? I mean, how did he balance? He must have been the perfect mix of authority, but also you know, love and support, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he, you're
1: absolutely right. He was. Back then, parents were a little different. It wasn't the same as it somewhat is today. I don't know. There was a trust in him, and they just uh, they just allowed him to do what he needed to do with their kids on and off the field. I mean, they really, you know, he, he really embraced the community. It wasn't just softball that he was teaching these kids. He um, would pick them up and take them places if they needed. He would... You know, financially, he would help their families out. Um, He did a lot behind the scenes that I had never really understood. He didn't speak of those things. And when he passed, uh, a lot of people reached out and, you know, Mm -hmm. told us some of the things that he did to help them out. I think him as a police officer, he saw the need in the community. Mm -hmm. And then by getting involved with, you know, uh, softball in the local little league it brought him closer to the people that needed guidance. And, you know, um, growing up in Brockton, some of these kids, you know, they came from broken homes and they needed, you know, some of them used him. He was a father figure to them and, um, and helped keep them on a straight and narrow path.
4: Talk, Katie, a little bit about, and this is a difficult question, I know, um, about his passing, sadly. I know he um, succumbed to cancer back in 2021 um, and how that has impacted your family.
1: Yes, it is um still uh, an emotional topic, but um it was you know my family is stuck together and has really actually really come together. I feel like he'd be proud of the way we've 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 supported each other. My dad, when I was little, he actually was a single father. he raised my sister and my brother and I and then he had gotten remarried uh twenty years ago and he had to fun with my stepmother. She's been an amazing support for our family. You know, she's been really great for us and kept us together. His passing was a little unexpected and it was took us kind of by surprise, but this foundation has helped our family a lot.
4: And it sounds like you've honored his legacy in a way that not only make would make him proud, but the impact that he had is still happening because you have made it happen with this foundation so you have carried it on and that's that's quite a gift so talk a little bit about what he was like as a dad and a person and and why you want to continue that legacy he was he was a great guy he was he had a great sense of humor he liked to tell a great dad joke oh dad jokes
3: uh, <laughs> yeah oh, we love those
1: <laughs> and um he really um was he was loving and caring um he was forgiving you know Uh, he just he really as a dad you know he wanted to teach us how to be successful in the world how to go out and survive in the world that's one thing that i can say that you know uh, coming with his passing we were very close and before he had passed i you know i used to think to myself how will i get on how will i survive and since he's passed i think to myself every day like thank you to him because he did his job He gave me the tools in life that I need to go out and be a a good person and uh, carry on his legacy. And the Coach Ken uh,
4: Foundation is doing that. So talk about the mission and what exactly you guys are looking to do with the foundation.
1: So with the foundation, we um, would like to just get back to the community and we try to help kids that otherwise wouldn't be able to afford to play softball. So, you know, in today's day and age, Sports are expensive
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and, you know, kids don't necessarily have all the same opportunities to go to clinics and camps and private coaches and batting lessons and things like that. So we'd like to provide that for kids that otherwise wouldn't be able to do that. We also um, would like to provide equipment for kids as well um, and offset the cost of that and Eventually, our goal is to give some scholarships mm. for girls going to college to play
3: softball. Katie, talk a little bit in more detail about the softball clinics and the camps that you offer. And, and if anyone's listening or if the family is listening and they're interested and they want to sign up, talk about the process if you can.
1: We will do some of our own camps and clinics. There'll be um, just We'll have some pitching clinics. We'll have some fielding, batting clinics. And any of our information, you can go to our website and, and find out there what's coming up. And follow us on our social media pages, social um, on Facebook and Instagram, the Coach Ken Foundation. We'll always have information on there. Right now, we're trying to get together our 2024 calendar. The other thing we have is that we've partnered with some of the local colleges, and they um are going to run some clinics for us as well. So that's been exciting.
4: So talk a little bit, Katie, about the reliance that you have on volunteers. I'm sure that you rely a lot on volunteers. You know, it takes, I'm sure, quite a bit to run a foundation.
1: Yeah. So the the volunteers, we do. We rely strictly on volunteers. We're always looking for volunteers. Anyone that um, has a little softball knowledge or um, even baseball knowledge, you know, is welcome. We can... Teach people the, you know, the fundamentals that they have to teach to give to these kids. We definitely are always looking for volunteers. It, it is, it is a struggle sometimes to find them. But I will say, with my dad being coaching for so many years, we have a deep well of people that we have called on between
4: his softball and his little league career. If you're just tuning in, thank you for being here. You're listening to our Exceptional Women podcast here on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tabb, and along with my colleague, Kendra Petroni, we are talking with Katie Egan, the president and executive director of the Coach Ken Foundation, named after her father, Ken LeGrice, who was a 38-year police veteran and beloved softball coach. The foundation allows girls to be the best they can be by developing their softball skills, fostering a love of team sports and community. Plus, the first Coach Ken inaugural softball tournament is happening in just a few weeks. So let's get back to our conversation.
3: So, Katie, let's talk about that event that you have coming up. It's the first Coach Ken inaugural softball tournament. It's October 22nd. In West Bridgewater, tell us about it. How people can sign up, get involved, and what people that are attending can expect when they go. Um, yeah, so we're very excited about this.
1: This is our first big fundraising event, and you can go to our website. Uh, we still have some room for some teams left. It is um, female only, and you can go on our website. You can find out uh, the rules for the tournament. You can find out. Um, you can find your team up there. And we also have a space on there to sign up for volunteers. We're always looking for volunteers. We need um, help with concessions and selling merchandise and helping with the field. When people come, we would love to have spectators. Uh, we're going to make it a family fun day. It's going to be kind of like a Coach Ken day. And um, there will be food. There will be some games, bounce houses, um, and merchandise. You know, we'll have some T-shirts and sweatshirts. Uh, some raffles, great
3: raffles. Oh, I love And that. music. Will oh, you? Music. I was going to ask, and you probably aren't going to, I don't know if you'll be able to do this, but are, do you sell any of those sweatshirts or any of those items online at all, or is it all in person? No, we will be
1: selling them online. Okay. Oh, yeah. well, that's, that's awesome. No,
3: that's good to know because we're going to link the website over to our site as well. So we're going to link CoachKenFoundation.org okay. over to Magic1067.com. So if anyone's interested in buying, and it will help. Yeah, you know, raise some money for you. I wanted to just make sure we got that in there.
1: Thank you. Yes, we actually are going to do um, a uh, another fundraiser. It will actually be mm-hmm. online, and it's actually it's going to be buy a t shirt, give a t shirt, and oh. um, when you you can buy a t shirt, and then you'll you'll be also paying for a t shirt for a one uh, child that comes to our clinic.
4: What what do you need the most right now in terms of assistance? Is it donating? Is it volunteers? Is it finding? You know. Corporate sponsors for tournaments or clinics. What sort of going forward? What What do you need? Um, or all of the above. Over, <laughs> I was just going to say all of the above would be uh,
1: is, is is great. Yes, we're always looking for sponsors, donations, and volunteers. I mean, you know, even if if you can't quite volunteer, I mean, if you can't quite donate, but you can volunteer some time. We'll, you know, whatever you can give. Uh, we have different packages that people can um, donate to with different sponsorship packages, and um, all of the equipment. Equipment, anyone that has gently used equipment, Mm -hmm. we
4: are always taking that.
3: Yeah, let's mention the
4: website again as well, which is CoachKenFoundation.org. Mm-hmm. They can find out, I'm imagining, anything on that site in terms of your needs and how to donate and how to volunteer yes. and things like that, correct?
1: Yes, they can. And um, you can, there is an email link on there, Katie at org. You can email with any questions and we'll be happy to get back and... Um,
3: that's awesome. Yeah. And your foundation has helped a lot of young women in sports. What's the response been from those who've benefited from the clinics and the camps? Do people come back? Do they end up volunteering? You know, what's the story once they've gone through your program from those that have benefited from it?
1: We've had a lot of great feedback. We have um, we've had people that just, you know, they just want to come back. You know, a lot of these girls are younger. They're a little too young to come back and volunteer at this point. The girls that come to the clinics. But we've had um, girls that are want to come back and do more clinics and be involved that way.
4: As you look down the road, Katie, what is your ultimate goal for the Coach Ken Foundation in terms of what do you hope to accomplish in the next several years? Do you hope to grow it to other areas, you know, other regions or just grow it here locally and keep it sort of more organic? What, what are your thoughts?
1: I'm a dreamer, so I um, would love to grow it to more regions. And I would also, you know, someday maybe even grow it into more sport, you know, help more than just softball. Um, There's a lot of kids out there that have different loves, you know, I played soccer growing up, and my dad actually played soccer as well. So, you know, that's something that's kind of a dream in the pup pipeline. You know, my goal is to also, you know, we have our inaugural softball tournament, and we'll have that hopefully every year. And that adults that's fun come out and have a good time and enjoy some fun softball I would like to have uh, run a tournament for kids as well and that you know will be a future endeavor for us give them the opportunity to come out and have some fun, and help raise the money for our cause.
3: How do you think your dad would feel about the creation of the Coach Ken Foundation? I I assume from talking to you that he would love it, but what do you think? How do you think he would feel about it?
1: I think think he would love it. I think part of him would want to say, like, oh, that's, you know, I don't know if I deserve that, but Mm -hmm. I think deep down he would absolutely love what we're doing. He'd love the mission of it, and um, that would be something that, He would be very happy that someone is continuing um, to do what he did, you know, Mm -hmm. he did it all by himself. You know, this foundation has a lot of hands helping out and working towards it. And I can't imagine, you know, he did a lot of it by himself and um, every day I'm amazed by that. And um, yeah, I think that he would really, really be happy.
3: And I just have to ask you this, you know, we only have a few minutes left with you. We're almost out of time. And I want to just ask, because I know you'd mentioned that he, he had coached you and your sisters. And I, I want to ask how that went for you <laughs> as the child, having your parent coach you. How did you guys do that? Because, I mean, I, it seems like it went well, but I know I can remember from my parents wanting to volunteer and coach, sometimes it it, it get a little you, heated. It got a little heated. <laughs> so how did how did you guys manage that? Yeah, we had
1: our moments. Um, <laughs> it was it was definitely some um, throwing of a glove or uh, I'm I'm not yeah. playing anymore moments. You know, we left it on the field. It, we never brought it home. It never continued into the house. And I think that's important for kids nowadays mm-hmm. um, in general. Is that you know when they're out playing a sport is you know leave whatever that is on the field and not continue not bring that in the house because they think. Yeah. If that happened, I wouldn't have had a love for softball the Mm -hmm. way I do. As an adult, I can see what he was doing. He was, you know, just trying to make me a better player. But as a child, you don't always see that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the importance was that when we walked off that field, whatever argument we had didn't come to the car with us.
4: One final question, Katie. What, um, how, actually, not what, how, has this effort, this initiative, helped you to heal and your family to heal? For
1: me, it's every day keeping him alive. Um, honestly, making, I just feel mm-hmm. closer to him every day that we work on. And um, keeping him, his memory and his legacy alive to people out there, I think it helps me and my family to feel as though he's still his presence
4: is still here. Well, thank you for sharing him with us today, for sharing your work with us today and taking time to chat with us this morning. Again, the website is CoachKenFoundation.org. We'll link all of our listeners over on Magic1067.com so you can donate, sponsor, get involved to help Katie and her family
3: continue this fabulous mission. Thank you, Katie. Thank you so much for having us. You've been listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. It's our honor and privilege to shine a light on the change makers and to provide a platform for people who are out doing meaningful work in our communities. Thank you for paying attention and for helping us create engaging programming. We'd love to hear from you if you know someone who's making a difference. Just send us an email or a message right on our Magic Facebook page.
4: And you can always follow us on Instagram. We love that. Mm-hmm. I'm at sue.tab and Kendra is at Kendra the Entertainer. Super easy. And then remember to join us every Sunday morning at 730 for another edition of Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. Have a great day, everyone.